You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. Um, I'd like to thank Ryan... Tyrell for uh, taking the time out to join us on here on the Triple Name Sports Show. I'm your host Aaron Lynch Kelly, joined by none other than your jack of all trades, El Jefe Loco. And um, Ryan, would you care to tell us a little <laughs> bit about what Rabble TV is? Absolutely. Thanks for uh, having me on today. Rabble is um, a new streaming platform, a real-time streaming platform that allows uh, anyone to uh, broadcast their thoughts or commentary or uh, uh, you know, humorous insights on live sporting events or anything that they're also uh, watching on their on their TV. So we we rolled out our public beta site on uh, in, in mid March and just recently uh, uh, on April sixth, uh, the same day as the Open League of MLB uh, rolled out our our, our first uh, true live version. So we're really excited about it. Could, do you care to um, explain why you created it? Well, you know, it's. Uh, without um, boring you too much. You know, when I was young, uh, we would watch Tennessee football games or, or, uh, you know, Tennessee Vol fans here or or companies out of Nashville. And I would watch Tennessee games with my my dad. And I just remember from an early age, he would get so frustrated with the national announcers. And often we would, you know, mute the TV and and turn on this local uh, radio guy, a guy named John Ward, kind of a, a, a folk hero type guy in East Tennessee, and I just remember being fascinated by the the, um, the the merging of what I was watching on TV and the and the audio coming sort of out of the radio. So always interested in the alternative audio approach. Uh, we have a saying around here, it's kind of corny, but but we believe in it, uh, sort of audio democracy, and that we believe that anyone, you know, any fan of a, of a team or a sport or a TV show should be able to uh, commentate and provide their insights you know, uh, on on that content. So, you know, it, it starts from a, from a place with us of just being fans, you know, of our of our teams and liking to talk about our teams. And um, you know, fast forward many years, and and here we are with Rabble. So obviously, you're a Vols fan. Um, are you a, a Titans fan as well? I am a Titans fan. It's, it's brutal right now to <laughs> to, uh, to to be a Titans fan. Uh, let's hopefully get a little better here in the draft, but. Yeah, I'm definitely a Titans fan. You know, uh, around here, I, I'm, I'm 40 years old. So, you know, when I was young, the Titans weren't weren't here. Uh, the Titans or, or Predators, for that matter. So, you know, really grew up being a really passionate uh, UT fan, uh, SEC fan. So, that's what I really in, enjoy. Uh, you know, watching with my my two boys and my my dad and our family. You know, we're big ball fans. But you know, so I I enjoy the Titans, but not nearly the same passion. Okay. Um... You, do you have a, a least favorite announcer? I know everybody rags on, on Joe Buck. Um, and I know, like, living, we're in Charleston, so um, usually we get the Steelers games or the, the game of the week on Fox, and usually, you, you know, you get Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. And, you know, thank goodness for, for Rabble because we, we would definitely be stuck listening to those guys. Uh, and they're not, I mean, they're not trying to knock on them, but they're just not my, my cup of tea. You know, I guess mine would be everybody has their own, uh, you know, uh, sport that they love usually and, uh, you know, locally where they're from. And we're big SEC fans, so, you know, I get a lot of Todd Blackledge and, and Vern Lundquist. 
and it, those guys, I'm sure they're great guys, but, you know, when you watch them, uh, and I guess this is, just brings up the problem in general, uh, yeah, it's very vanilla. They don't really know the balls, you know, at, at the level or, or even the, the opponents, uh, you know, the Gators or the or Auburn or whatever when you're watching the game, you know, to the level that the, that the fans really do, you know. And so I, I almost find myself sometimes watching it, uh, you know, I guess before Rival was even created, thinking to myself, well, hell, I should just – I should just broadcast this game. I know a lot more about, you know, UT than Todd Blacklist does. So, you know, I guess for us it's more the SEC announcers that we get frustrated with because that's what we're watching the most. I've certainly heard a lot of, uh, you know, Joe Buck uh, commentary since we, you know, got started with this business in terms of uh, uh, both baseball and football. We we have uh, some marketing guys we work with out of Chicago and out of Wisconsin and some pretty crazy Packers fans, and they, they, they love to talk about the – the Joe Buck stuff, so, you know, yeah, I guess, sorry, it's kind of a long-winded answer, but for us, it's really the more SEC guys. Okay, and, you know, every every announcer has their own type of, you know, unique catchphrase. What is, in your opinion, the worst catchphrase that you've heard coming from the quote-unquote pros? <laughs> the worst catchphrase, um, that's a good one. Uh, let's see, the worst catchphrase, um... Gosh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't go off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I, I just hate them all. I mean, <laughs> we, we live in a very, uh, you know, rabble is not about cliches and catchphrases and all that kind of stuff. We're like the exact opposite. It's, you know, grab a beer and hang out in your man cave and, and you know, cuss if you want and, you know, sort of the, the real way you watch a game, you know, maybe by yourself or with your friends and not the canned phrase way. So, you know, I, I guess my answer is I, I hate them all. <laughs> El Jefe here. Um, what's the best broadcast that y'all have had so far on Rabble? We have some really young, talented-sounding baseball guys that have jumped on here uh, recent, recently. You know, I don't really uh, know them. You know, one is uh, goes by the by the uh, by the profile S Jelinek. Uh, he's a, I know he's a big Phillies fan, but he's done more than Phillies games. Yeah, I've, I've, I just recently I, I got on the website and I just I seen a slew of baseball stuff just splattered everywhere. Yeah, yeah, baseball's ramping up. Uh, you know, everything's going to ramp up here. It's going to get a lot busier as we make uh, you know a bigger push into our you know digital marketing initiatives and our social builds and all that. We've uh, you know we want to we've used this early period as a time to really monitor everything and the streams and make sure everything's functioning correctly. And now as we really ramp up, you know we're going to see a lot more content on the site, which is which is really exciting, but yeah, baseball's been, you know, a, a, a kind of a push we've done early, and baseball lends itself to be, you know, a, a good rabble, a good rabble opportunity. Um, how, how many broadcasts do y'all get like on a regular basis? It's a good question. I think right now we, we would have anywhere between, you know, some days we're going to have one that's rocking, and some days we'll have as many as, you know, six or seven. Uh, you know, we anticipate a day where uh you know if if, if we're, we're watching the uh, you know the ut florida game that we've got you know 148 broadcasts you know all going at the same time and whether you go to the app or the you know the mobile website or the you know the the, the website you know that you've got those all sitting there you know sorted by popularity and that you're given you know many 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 aspects uh, excuse me options to choose from, so we we envision a, a world very very big and much bigger than we are now. But to answer your question, and again, sorry for the long-winded answer, uh, I'd, I'd say anywhere between about you know one or two to, to to five or six or seven, depending on the day. 
All right. Uh, one thing I noticed is uh, the point system that y'all have. Could you ex- get go into more depth about that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a mix of activity that's going on around the around the broadcast. Not only you know plays and uh, you know and listeners, but also uh, you know comments and other activity that we're that we're monitoring. You know, it's uh, there's there's no you know crazy secret sauce to the algorithm. You know, kind of you know, Reddit style. But basically, it's just uh, activity monitor as to what's going on, and it's it's weighted pretty heavily right now towards plays. Okay, um, where'd y'all get the idea for this? For for the point system? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we uh, you know we're uh, we have several people in our company that are that are fans of Reddit and are that are on Reddit, and then that spawned kind of an old generation of different sites and different things that are point based. And so we like the idea of a popularity model that, that allows the community of, of listeners to really determine what's popular and what's not. I mean, Rabble, you know, us, the, the people that work at Rabble, we're not in it to, de- to determine what is or isn't popular, what is and what is not good. That's not us. We just sort of provide the platform for it to happen. It's for the, it's for the prisoners in the asylum to kind of run things and to, to you know, figure out what is great and what's not. So what's on the horizon for Rabble? The big things we have cooking right now are actually our iOS developer is here in town today. So our number one thing is broadcast capability, you know, through the through uh, phones and uh, tablets. Working hard on that. We will have that, you know, launched and out there in the next, uh, you know, uh, 75 to 90 days. We've also got the Droid. Uh, so that's version two of the iOS app. We've also now begun development on version one of, of the Droid, which is, capability to listen and then we'll follow along quickly after that with ability to broadcast also through uh through uh through droid so really mobile side moving uh, very uh, you know very much forward right now we got uh we got a redesign moving on the on the website you know from what we've learned and very quickly off user uh you know user path and what they're doing within the site when they get there what do they like what do they not like Trying to you know retail the products from some of the analytics and data that we have. So just just a lot of development, a lot of feature sets and de- deployment schedules, and just exciting stuff. We're we're excited about the mobile world and where that's going. All right. Well, just want to take the time to thank you real fast for uh, joining us here on the Triple Name Sports Show. Before we go, any uh, any special shout out for Vol Nation out there? Yeah, I mean, I, you can't end any phone call or calling show without saying go Vol. So definitely go Vols. Uh, I uh, appreciate you guys uh, having me on. I really do. We're we're excited about Rabble and and uh, I really enjoyed spending some time with you. So thank you very much. Oh no problem. Thank you for taking the time to come on with us. And again, that's Ryan Tyrell, co-founder of Rabble TV. Make sure you get on there and check it out. It's an awesome um, up and coming site. And uh, just again, just definitely check it out. It's it's really awesome. And uh, I love your all's promo, by the way, on your site. Um, it's it's oh, yeah, hilarious. Cool. It's yeah, hilarious. That's a funny one. Yep. All right, well, um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we'll be talking sports. So please come back with us. All right, and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed that interview with co-founder of Rabble TV, Ryan Tyrell. Um, Again, just get on there. uh, Check that out. It's an amazing, amazing product. Make sure you get on there and check it out. I know we are already lining up things to to call on that ourselves. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And Like always, we'll share the links. Um, once we do go on to Ravel, where you can find us at on there. Yeah, because we love y'all. Yeah. And without further ado, one thing I want to get into, um, I noticed, I just, I don't know how I just noticed this, but I looked over at your computer, 
and your background uh it's it's kind of unique it's kind of you know um i'll let i'll let you explain what it is i have jeff gordon as my background it's his man crush every day man crush every day his mce yeah it's either him or it's james Hetfield from metallica so don't judge me so you got like those are two completely different guys though like i can i'm like a hard rock guy like a hard rock legend and like yeah, Jeff Gordon's like a clean cut, like like Hollywood, Hollywood guy. He looks like he could be like a soccer dad too. Like you know what I mean? I think he is a soccer dad. <laughs> well, see, look, so you got like a soccer dad and a hardcore rocker. Those are the men of your dreams. Yeah, I, I don't don't ask me. <laughs> I I have I have weird taste, but You're I weird ha- taste in men. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we get too far, off don't track, note that. Before we get, I love you, ladies. Before we get too far off track, um, like we always do. We are going to go ahead and toss this into El Jefe Loco so he can get you up to date with his uh, NASCAR talk with El Jefe. Hello, ladies and men. (laughs) Whoever may be listening. Jeff Gordon, James Hetfield. All right, all right, all right. Well, we're we're done with the whole whole goofing off. This, well, actually, this Saturday, all right, actually tonight, um, is the Duck Commander 500 at Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, basically, what we're looking at is a mile-and-a-half track with 24-degree banking all around it. it well, in turns 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um, basically, this is what they call a cookie-cutter track. It's It basically has the same layout as Charlotte and Atlanta, which I talked about earlier in the season. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go too much in depth with that, but... One thing I am going to point out, it is, it's a Saturday night, Saturday night race, so Saturday night lights, un, uh, Saturday night race under the lights, I don't know, I, I butchered that, but anyway. Do you prefer Saturday night races or Sunday afternoon Saturday racing? night. Saturday night? Saturday night, yeah, I, I love Saturday night races. If, if, you, if, if you are a race fan of, of any caliber, I, 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 I don't think about Formula One. <laughs> Cause you don't. I don't consider them racist. No, I consider them race fans, but I don't think they like the the, the typical American uh, race fan that loves NASCAR. All okay. Right. Okay. A NASCAR race fan. All right, I got you. Yeah. Uh, typically, yeah, we. Uh, I love night races. If you're a NASCAR fan you, and you don't like night races, then what's wrong leave, with you? Leave. Go. Go watch the Tour de France. I mean, it's it. That's 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 just what I think. And plus, NASCAR stems from the from the whole you know Saturday night Saturday night uh, lights. You know, set, uh, I cannot get it right. But um, you know, the Saturday night races under the lights. You know, it stems from the whole dirt track thing and the moonshine running. And it it really just sitting there watching a Saturday night race is just to me it's incredible sometimes. My favorite night race, well, my two favorite night races is Darlington and the uh, Firecracker 400 at Daytona. So, that, I... Does man, the winner at the Firecracker 400, does it get, like, a lifetime supply of the best fireworks? No, that no, that's just what it's... Well, just, then, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. Like, <laughs> I would refuse to race. If I'm a NASCAR, if I'm a NASCAR driver, I'd be like, listen, I want a lifetime supply of um, just the best best fireworks Give me some money M80s. can buy. M80s. I like the mortars. I'm more of a mortar man myself. I like I like the smoke bombs. I like anything that's illegal in West Virginia, which is <laughs> basically if you don't know the laws in West Virginia, we're not allowed to have fun fireworks, pretty At much. All, unless you have a license. Yeah, and like it's pretty hard to get that too, the license yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah, you have to be like a you have to be a power attack to get it. Um, but yeah, you anything that shoots out of the sky or up in the sky, we're not allowed to have legally here in West Virginia. 
but we you still can have you it. can have it. You can Ohio sells it. You can go to North Carolina, South Carolina, basically any of the states around us. It's like have it. It's like smuggling drugs in here. Yeah, I definitely feel a little sketchy <laughs> when I'm like because I go and buy my fireworks in Ohio, and on the receipt it says you have if you're not from Ohio you have 24 hours to get that out of their state. Like so, so it's kind of like a. I feel kind of like I'm in like eastbound and down, you know, just like loading up my car and just. I only got a short time to get there. I, I, I love it. Um, now the reason why they call it the Firecracker 400 is because uh, it's July Fourth weekend. Oh, okay. They, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I just call it Firecracker because it used to be the Pepsi, now it's the Coke Zero, and I just I, I quit calling it that. But anyway, back to the topic. Man, we we get like this sometimes. Um. There's really there, there's a, there's quite a few racers that I would watch for. Um, one of them definitely is Jimmy Johnson. He's won um, four times at this track more than anybody else. Um, he was second in final practice, and basically, you know, he's he's been back and forth. Back he, he's he's been in a solid top five in practice all week. Um, another person I will talk to, and I, I I really I'm biting my tongue on this one because I do not like this individual, and I will I will say I do not like this individual because of the uh, the 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 controversies that that's come with him this past season. Is that Kurt Busch? He's he's on the pole, and uh, it's I don't like it. Uh, but he in final practice he was eighth. Um, Casey Kane, he in final practice, he was uh, first. Um, he's running, you know, one, two, and three all all through practice this, this week. And if and if it if it ends up, which I doubt that it will, um, to long green flag uh, racing, uh, what, one person that's really going to have to be watched for is uh, David Reagan, because all week I've noticed that he has the best ten lap consecutive average. And it's later on in his practice. It's not at the beginning like everybody else knows. It's later on. So the further he rides, the faster he gets. The so, better he gets, yeah. Yeah. So that's another one. But if I was doing, if I was going to put my money on anybody, it would it would be Jimmy Johnson. When's your man Jeff Gordon? When's he gonna? He's eventually he will. <laughs> eventually, you don't think he's gonna run out of season? Yeah. Nope. We're not gonna run out of season. We're gonna keep going. We'll go. We'll go clear into January of 2016 till he gets a win if we have to. I, I swear I'll show up with a midget car. Just race and be like, beat, beat me, please. <laughs> just do it. I'll let you win. I'll race you in this little Shriners car. Just beat me. Just we'll race around Kroger's. <laughs> Have a barefoot race like um in Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Help <laughs> me, baby Jesus. <laughs> oh, I was I was watching uh, the the campaign last night. Yeah. Was, oh man, it's it's hilarious. What's your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Have we already talked? I don't think we've we've brought we've brought Will Ferrell, uh, Will Ferrell up before. Yeah, I would say Step Brothers. Step Brothers. I, I think. Um, okay, I wasn't. Unf- I was unfair. Top three. I'll go ahead and give you mine, and so you can think <laughs> of it. Um, Semi Pro, which is a, a great movie. Um, Step Brothers, and Land of the Lost. I haven't seen that. One. Land of the Lost. It's got Danny McBride in it. Um, oh, and you know it's it. it's a great. I'll let you borrow it. It's it's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, you you know it's hilarious. I was I, I was showing my brother yes last night who Chris Farley was. He didn't. Oh, that's I forget how much younger you guys are than me. Well, I and know, especially him. I know who Chris Farley is. Okay. Yeah. I, well, he he's watched Tommy Boy and everything, but he didn't know who Chris Farley okay, actually okay. was. So I I showed him to him and he told me he says he said when he gets angry he, he reminds me of you and I was thanks. <laughs> Because everybody back at, back in my hometown, for some reason, they love it when I go on a good rant. They say it's hilarious. 
and you would probably agree. You've seen me in here before. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully you live longer than Chris Farley did, though. Like, I mean, he, he died way too early. Yeah, well, he and it, it was it was kind of ironic to say because, well, for lack of a better term, um, the whole. John Belushi mm-hmm. was his idol, and that's how basically Belushi died. And Belushi paved that way to Saturday Night Live for Chris Farley, and Chris Farley has paved it for everybody else. And he he went out just like his his idol. So it's it's it, for lack of a better term, it's ironic. This has nothing to do with sports. <laughs> top three Will Ferrell movies. Top three Will Ferrell movies. Uh, Talladega Nights. To, oh, Step Brothers. Talladega Nights and the Campaign. I love the part where he punches the baby in the face. <laughs> that kid had the, the, had an iron jaw. Did anybody ask me about how my fist was afterwards? <laughs> and there's a, there's a few word, few lines in that movie I can quote, but I can't say on air. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't say it. Also, also I watched World of Millers. That's a great movie too. It's, it's a great movie. The guy the guy that is the campaign manager for Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's he's the lead actor. Me and my cousin figured that out. He's like, what? <laughs> Mind blown. Like, oh my. All right, so who? You already gave us a winner for. I, I, I would, I would say, I would say Jimmy Johnson, and and I, I, I don't want to say this, but I would say Kurt Busch. So either Jimmy Johnson or Kurt, Kurt Busch is the racers you're watching this weekend. Yeah, that's who I would put okay. my. That's who I would put my. Where are they head to next after this? Um, do you know? Did I put you on the spot? Yeah, you can't put me on the spot. All yet. right, well, we'll get back to you on where they race next. <laughs> Tune in next week to find where they're racing next. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a chance. It's been one. It's crazy. been, yeah, it's been really crazy here on campus lately. Yeah, I've, I literally, I had three midterms. Like I had, well, I have had, I've had two weeks of midterms. I had before spring break, I had midterms, and now for some reason this past week I had a bunch of tests, which was basically like midterms all over again, and then I got finals coming up. So we're in the home stretch now. Oh yeah, four more weeks. <laughs> four more weeks. That's all. Personal can. mantra. Yeah, um, and I think that's going to do it for all of our NASCAR, NASCAR talk with the Hefe Loco, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so definitely tune in next week. Um, I know we've got a whole bunch of NASCAR fans apparently that live in Canada that love this segment. They've uh, they've reached out to us on the show um, through email and stuff. So definitely shout out to you guys in Canada who love NASCAR and love NASCAR talk with El Jefe Loco. And I love Canada. And El Jefe Loco loves Canada. I really do. I love Canada. If I if if I ever had the chance, if I, would, I wasn't an American, <laughs> if I had the chance, I would move to Canada. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I have family that's from up there, so it's it's very pretty up there. Yeah, I, I do. I love Canada. Um, but we're gonna move right along. Um, into the West Virginia State University news and notes. Uh, WVSU athletes of the week this week brings us two athletes from around campus, and this week we have Joshua Kaiser and Sabrina Scouten from WVSU Baseball and Softball, respectively. First, I want to congratulate the baseball and softball teams. They're on a hot streak like, like, no, other. like no other. Yeah, um, The softball, they're, they're actually in a game right now, but they were winning. Uh, they were on an eight-game eight game win streak, nine-game nine win streak, just like the men. Both are yeah. on a nine-game win streak, so definitely want to um, continue to wish them Success and good luck, and hopefully they uh, they close out the season. Um, I know the men they're ranked number two in the conference right yeah. now, but we'll get yeah. into the conference ranks in, in just a few moments. Yeah, in in a second. But um, I'm going to go ahead and give you the uh, give you the info about Joshua Kaiser. Joshua Kaiser is a junior pitcher slash infielder from St Albans, West Virginia. This is his first time being named WVSU Athlete of the Week, so congratulations on that. 
Uh, Josh hit for a 381 average, drove in seven runs, and had a 476 slugging percentage and 17 assists as the Yellow Jackets went 6-0 last week. So congratulations to Joshua Kaiser for not only being named, you know, WVSU Athlete of the Week, but for also turning an impressive stat line this past week as well and doing your part to help uh, help the streak continue. The streak's still alive. Yeah. And up for you? Yeah, uh, we got Sabrina still in scooting. Sabrina Stillen Scooten, senior outfielder from Hammock, California, has had a lot of buzz around here. Her name as around her name as this is the second week we she has been mentioned here on the on our show. Sabrina broke the program record for stolen bases in her career last week. She also hits a four seventy four as the Yellow Jackets went six and zero on the week. Yeah, so and definitely, and, it's the, and she's got she's got speed. She really does. The whole team has speed, but definitely hers is on, on highlight because of the fact that you know she's on top of the um, the the all time steals list here in Institute. And it, and it's harder in softball to do that because they can't get a lead. Yeah, and we saw that actually. We saw that happen. We and and we were sitting there watching. We didn't even catch it. Yeah, no, we were watching. We called the Rio Grand Rio Grande game. Excuse me. The Red Storm. Um, um, this past weekend, or this past week, and um, they got an out because one of the players for West Virginia State left base a little too early, and uh, so that's that's an out. So definitely, I know, to be honest, or to be fair to softball, I really didn't know all the rules that were in softball, um, and to, like I didn't know they only played seven innings either. I, I, I prior to that, so I, at, during the game, I was like, it was seventh inning, and State was winning, and I was like, and we're getting ready to head to the bottom of the seventh, and I was like. No, we're not. I'm a liar. The game's over. State wins. <laughs> no, we. I I was. Uh, I done my research before the game. No, oh, no offense. Oh, no, no, oh. No offense. You okay? Okay, you've worked with me long enough now that you know how I am before a game. Mm-hmm. Before I for any broadcast, I have to do research. So that's what I was doing. I was waiting on everybody to show up because you know Stevenson Jose Vergel is also on our broadcast team, and you know I'm waiting on Aaron to show up, and I'm sitting up here. I am researching everything. So I'm researching everything, and the one thing I did I for, I forgot was an RBI. What an RBI was? Yeah, I forgot what an RBI was. Run bat runs batted in. Yeah, I, I know that. I it's just in the name. I, yeah, I just <laughs> I didn't I f- forgot what it meant, and I yeah. was like, oh. I would I would like to congratulate you and uh, also reach out to Stevenson Jose Rogel. You guys called a great game. Um, it was a first. It was a first for us uh, as a Triple Name Sports Show. Um, we had just usually done basketball and football. Now we're branching out into softball. And, uh, and eventually volleyball. Yeah, El Jefe Loco is pushing hard to get into the volleyball. And, I mean, rightfully they show they should. And I know we've got a couple new additions coming to the Triple Name Sports Show team. Um, got to figure out their, them some third name or a third name because they're, they're like El Jefe, whose real name is only two. Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely. You know, you guys did a great job on that. It was it was it was a fun time. Um, shout out to Sean McAndrews. You can follow him on Twitter at NCAA Compliance Guy. Um, and he, you know, he helped us out a lot up there as well. And also gave me my first chance at um, doing some PA work. So that was it was a day of first for us. Yes, and also I want to congratulate you on that because you thank put you. some pizzazz on them night. Thank you, thank you. Not as well as McAndrews does with. Mika Marabella. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm trying to do it on the air, and I'm, I'm just going to call you Mika. Yeah, at first, like, because I was like, man, I don't want to come off like I'm copying him, but it's, I really like how he uh, um, pronounces her name for that. So kudos to you, McAndrews. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it was a great weekend here on campus for sports. Uh, 
and I'm going to give you the next story. Uh, senior Alana Wayant broke the rec- program record for career home runs, and the WVSU softball team continued its winning ways Tuesday, sweeping a doubleheader from visiting Rio Grande College to win its eighth and ninth games in a row. The Yellow Jackets won a game, won game one, 7-3, as Hannah Griffith drove in two runs and then Allie Haynes scattered five hits in going the distance. The nightcap found the Jackets forced to rally from a 5-3 deficit before earning the 7-5 victory. Um, where Sabrina Scouten and Sidney Kaplan and Wyatt each drove in a pair of runs. Wyatt's second inning blast gives her 31 round trippers for her career, breaking a tie at 30 with former WVSU All-American Brittany Hyatt. On Tuesday, Wyatt hit her 31st and 32nd career home runs, breaking the recent tie of 30 with former Jacket Brittany Hyatt. I don't know why I just gave you that twice. It's equally important, so that's, that's why. That's why I gave it to you twice. And she got some power. She does. She, um, you know, we saw Ryo Grand get on the board first with a home run, and the. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything from a home run because it. it she was the first one to do it, but it barely cleared the fence. When when Alana hit them both, they sailed. They hit the monkey bars that was yeah, about five feet away from the fence. Yeah, there's. Uh, I'm not sure if it's monkey bars. It looks like monkey bars from from a distance. From, it looks yeah, like I don't know what it is, but there's a. a a obstacle looking thing out in a right field and it's um beyond the behind the wall and it definitely looks like monkey bars so yeah. we're going to have to investigate that see what that is so tune in next week to see if it's if it's monkey, I'll, on the monkey I'll, bar I'll, I'll find out tomorrow Oh yeah we'll be there tomorrow but we won't be able to tell you till well we'll tweet it from our show account so no, I'll take a picture of it definitely follow our <laughs> show account on Triple Name Sports Show um and if you follow us you might have noticed one a new logo Yes. So thank you to Fiverr and Kay- Kaylee Ray for that. You're the lady who made it for us, so thank you. Really like it. And also, we changed our Twitter name. It was AM and the PM1067, and now it's just three, like the letter three, three-name sports show. So if if you see a, a new logo or a different name, that's us. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't be alarmed. It's us. We're, we're just – we got a new, fresh look. Um, And that's going to do it for the Mountain East Conference happenings. Or the excuse me for the WVSU happenings, and we're gonna move right into the Mountaineats Conference happenings. And for that, I'm gonna toss it over to El Jefe Loco to give you the rundown on the 2015 MEC baseball standings. 2015 MEC baseball standings. We have number one Shepherd 23 and three overall, and 23 and three in the conference. Then we have West Virginia State number two 16 and nine overall, 16 and six in the conference. And we have Concord, 20 and 10 overall, 16 and 8 in the conference. We have West, West Liberty University, 16 and 9 overall, 12 and 6 in the conference. <clears throat> Notre Dame College coming in right behind them, 12 and 8 overall, 12 and 6 in the conference. West Virginia Wesleyan, 11 and 8 overall, 10 and 8 in the conference. Willing Jesuit, 8 and 15 overall, 7 and 11 in the conference. University of Charleston, nine and sixteen overall, seven and fifteen in the conference. Urbana University, seven and fourteen overall, five and eleven in the conference. UVA Wise, five and tw- five and twenty-one overall, five and thirteen in the conference. Glenville State College, five and twenty-four overall, five and seventeen in the conference. And to round it all up, we got Fairmont State, four and twenty overall, and four and eighteen in the conference. All right, and that's again that's your 2015 MEC baseball standings, and now. Get ready for your 2015 MEC softball standings. Um, <laughs> MEC softball standings. Um, the number one team in the conference is West Virginia Wesleyan at a 19 and five overall record and a nine and one conference record. University of Charleston is 
in in the two spot with a 25 and four overall record and a 10 and two conference record. Number three, Concord, at a 22 and 10 overall record and a 10 and two. MEC record number four, Wheeling Jesuit University, eleven and eleven overall and seven and three in conference play. West Virginia State is in the fifth spot with a nineteen and nine record and a seven and five co- conference record. Number six, Notre Dame College, thirteen and nineteen overall record and a seven and seven conference record. Number seven, no- Fairmont State, thirteen and eight overall with a five and seven conference record. Number eight, Shepherd University with an eleven and twelve record overall and a four and eight record in conference play. Number nine, UVA Wise with a four and 14 record overall and a four and eight record in conference play. Glenville State with an eight and 20 record overall and a three and nine record in conference play. Number 11, Urbana University with a seven and 22 overall record and a two and eight conference record. And rounding out the Mountain East Conference standings for the softball, on the softball side of things, number 12, West Liberty with a 10 and 22 overall record and a two and 10 um, conference record, and I know that's um, an improvement from last week for West Liberty, as they were still searching as of you know last week's show. They're still searching for their first conference win, so they got they were pick, able to pick up two of those this past weekend. So, congratulations to you guys for being able to pick up those wins. And uh, um, you know the, the the jackets on both the men's and women's are streaking. If they can continue these ways, we might be able to see Shepard in the uh, baseball standings. We might be able to see West Virginia State overtake Shepard as the number one spot, and hopefully we'll be able to see West Virginia State move up a little bit higher in the top five. But congratulations to both Kerry Blackwell, of the soft, uh, coach of the softball team, and um, Sean Lloyd, co- head coach of the men's baseball team. Keep up the winning ways, guys. And now, without further ado, we are getting ready to go into the <coughs> Snap Jab segment. Finish him. All right, and the for, first story up, I will toss it over to you, sir. All right. All right. Trey Moses from Louisville, Kentucky, is a high school basketball player. He tweeted out that he decided to ask a, quote, decided to ask my best friend to prom, unquote. Uh, her name is Ellie Meredith, and uh, she has Down syndrome. So he, uh, he, he, took, he took a big step. To ask to asking this girl out, you know, to no matter the criticism from his peers or from his fellow classmates and everything, and uh, he and in all honesty, he's shocked with the publicity that he's getting mm-hmm. right now. He really is. He's shocked with it, and uh, he didn't. He didn't. He really didn't think he was going to get publicity off. He of just it. did it, being a nice person, yeah, being, he, being he a good just, friend, and he just did it to, to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and this Snapchat segment is loaded with you know a few stories of of good good faith. Faith yeah. and mankind, actually. Yeah, Faith should be restored. We, are, we, are, we are restoring it. But yeah, that's huge. And um, just the world needs more people like that who don't care what you know society is going to think and don't have ulterior motives for when they do something nice. They don't do it because, oh, I'm going to my name in the newspaper or, oh, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to be interviewed on ESPN or anything like that. They do it because they want to make a difference in somebody's life. And, and, and people, people, they really, they should start doing that, mm-hmm. really. Uh, if, if you see somebody that, that's, in, that's in trouble, and you know they're in trouble. Go and help them. Don't care what everybody else says. Really, don't. Um, you, you be you, okay? And, and you know, just just saying the slightest hello could change s- somebody's day. Yeah, could change somebody's day altogether. And and 
don't be a jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the Iron Sheik a lot. Did you watch the documentary yeah. on Netflix? Yep. I've yep. been wanting to. Is it, how, is it good? Oh, it's it's great. Good. It's, it's great. And also, they got the I Hate Christian Leitner on there as well. Yeah, I've watched that. That one's good. Yeah, it, it, good. honestly, it made me like Christian Leitner. <laughs> I don't hate you, Christian. I, re- I really don't. You're actually, you actually seem like a pretty cool dude. I really like you. Uh, the next story is about the Atlanta Hawks. Um <laughs> Who we, I didn't realize I met one time. You met the Atlanta Hawks. No, or we, the Atlanta remember, Hawks? remember when we was do, when we was doing that basketball uh, game? Oh, the GM, the one of the um, scouts for the Hawks. Yeah. yeah, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it came up and I was. Oh yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. It was in the Earl Lloyd Invitational. It's like, yeah, go, go talk to that guy over there pointing there. You realize who you just talked to? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're brushed with fame. Um, we didn't talk about this story, and I'm going to toss it on here before this one. Um, did you, well, obviously if we haven't talked about it, you wouldn't have heard about it. Um, <laughs> there was a, four guys arrested because they stole like a whole bunch of money from banks that they worked at and used it to buy like cars, jewelry, vacations, you know, typical, you know, you're going to steal a lot of money. You're going to live large. Yeah. Go bigger, go home. They also bought a luxury box with the Atlanta Hawks mm-hmm. and that's how they got caught. The, the police caught them because they bought this luxury box, and so that's how they, these criminals got caught. They'd gotten away with it for like 10 years, and so they get caught because they purchased the luxury box. So, yeah, that's, that's my, you know, kind of not-so-glamorous Atlanta Hawks story. Um, my, but my good Atlanta Hawks story is, you know, they, they reached out to this, uh, this young child who is battling leukemia, and um, they gave him an – or it, it's Lake Bozeman is the name, and they gave – a, uh, a free agent contract. Yep. Um, they had the cheerleaders meet him. They had personnel from the team meet him, and just you know, they made they made a huge difference in this this kid's life. And again, you know, it's it's. I'm sure that this was not a publicity stunt. That this was you know they reached out because all these teams get letters upon letters upon letters, and they get all this info about all these you know sick kids who who are really facing very serious conditions, whether it's leukemia, you know, any any type of life threatening disease. And um, they they did the right thing, so you know, kudos to the Atlanta Hawks for for reaching out to this young young person and yeah, you know, it, making the difference. Now now now, if somebody was in trouble and they start doing stuff like that, you would it's a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. Like if Ray Rice would have came out and said, "Oh, that's my little my little buddy, uh, this is little Ray Junior. He's he's gonna follow me around. I'm gonna mentor him." Or AP, I think people would be like, mm. "Get the kid away from you." <laughs> go, no no no, Junior, go back in there. Go go go. Nope. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. AP, get out. You, you, no. Get out. Leave. 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 No, I'm, I'm telling you to leave. Get out. That's it. I'm calling Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Yeah. Roger Goodell. Yeah, Roger Goodell. <laughs> and, and I'm horrible with names. <laughs> you, I, this I, next thing is, is kind of cool. This next story. <laughs> I know. I've seen this. Did you hear? I, I, I'll, I'll tell it after I say this. Um, Everybody know that, uh, well, basically March Madness is over, and pretty much everybody filled out a bracket. Um, you filled out a bracket. You filled out the, about three. I filled about three, and uh, they all were pretty much shot by the whole ISU getting beat by UAB in the first round. Oh, yeah, every, everybody's was shot. Um, actually, I didn't do half bad in the end. I, I, I did terrible in the end. I was doing good until the lead eight, and then it just went, went kaput. I, went, I, I guess the uh, three out of four of the final four. Really? Yeah, the only one I didn't get was Duke. Nice. And they won a national championship. 
After, but that, that we, I did not get the national championship right at all. <laughs> I didn't either. No, I don't think nobody did. I had Kentucky and Oklahoma in my national championships. I had Kentucky and Michigan State. I, I actually, Tom I had, Izzo had Sparty <laughs> clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, I I had Gonzaga in in the Final Four. Really? Yep. I had them there, and yeah, well, you know where that went. <laughs> Thanks, Coach K. Thank you. And if you're wondering why we're talking about March Madness, this next story is definitely gonna. Shed some light on that. Yeah. Um, everybody knows who Mitt Romney is. Uh, he was the Republican candidate uh, a few years back that ran against Obama. He reminds um, me of a Muppet. Yeah. Like he looks like a Muppet. Yeah, Mitt Romney the Mormon. Like like if, if Muppets came to life, like if, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like when Pinocchio comes into a real boy, they, he looks just like what Pinocchio would as a real boy. We should we, we should give the uh, give politicians the, the Pinocchio effect. To where if they're lying, their nose would be out of the world. Yep. You think about it though, Pinocchio said his nose growed whenever grows whenever he lied, but his nose grew when that happened. If you think about it, so was he lying about that? Don't be doing those paradoxes on me. Don't no, don't no, 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 no. If okay, if you take a if you take a, a ship, all right, and you take a piece of board off of it every year, you got a hundred pieces. Mm-hmm. You take the piece a piece of board off of it every year, all right. Hundred years rolls up. You have a whole new ship, literally a whole new ship. You don't have no no new pieces of wood, but you take all the old pieces of wood and you reassemble the ship. Which one is the original one? Mm, I don't know. What's the answer? I don't know. I never oh. figured it out. <laughs> I really never did. Because you got the one that's got the name and everything, and it's actually still the ship. Then you got the one that's got all the old parts, and it's literally the ship. So it's 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 a paradox. Look them up sometimes. They're 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 quite interesting. Anyway, let's get back to this. <laughs> this happens all the time. Uh, Mitt Romney uh, he filled out a, a March Madness uh, tournament bracket, and um, he was in the top zero point one percent. Yeah, he was pretty much perfect almost. Yeah, and he his ranked six thousand three hundred and twenty six. Out of 11.5 million. And, and Mitt Romney doesn't claim to be like a basketball guru. No. Just a random dude who likes basketball, who occasionally watches it. It's pretty yeah. much would describe Mitt Romney. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think in this article it also talks about like how Obama was like, you know, everybody's like, oh, Obama's, you know, really good at picking brackets. And he's like way down the list. Yeah, he was like um, the bottom 47%. Yeah. Yeah, at picking the bracket. He was with the rest of America, yeah, pretty much. He's down there with us. And and Mitt Romney actually even picked the title game right. He picked Duke beating Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that. No, that's that's nuts. Yeah. So that's definitely you know because he that means he picked the Wisconsin upset over Kentucky and all that. So. I, I actually I got a funny story about Kentucky. My mother, uh, she oh, was, and this involves my mother. And um, my my mother, she's a she's a little firecracker. I'm just gonna say that she's she can be testy at times. She's she's a wonderful woman. Everybody gets along with her, but when you when you push her buttons, it it's not good. And there's a reason why we gave her the nickname the Kraken. The Kraken. We gave her the nickname the Kraken, and she is very aware of this nickname. She even wants me to get a a a sign and put Country Kraken on the front of her Jeep on her windshield. But anyway, um, my mom, my mother works at a convenience store, and they sell these West they sell West Virginia stuff in there all the time. You know, mm-hmm. they got the West Virginia uh, uh, 
nail polish and and all that good stuff and these fans have you ever painted your nails no you were doing really well with that motion right there never you've never had your nails painted in your life i've had my nails painted but i have never sit there and painted my nails what did you do let a girl paint them or were you asleep and your friends painted them I would, I'm, I'm gonna say, for lack of a better term, I was asleep. Okay. And I was, at, I was at my, I was at my girlfriend's house. Okay. And her and her mother decided to put, uh, to paint my nails and put blush and everything on me. So you, went, you got the full, <laughs> I got, I full got treatment. Full I woke up. I didn't, I didn't realize. It, and they Please tell me there's a picture of this somewhere. No. Oh God. They failed. They failed. <laughs> they failed at not getting a picture of you. They, there probably is, but it's, it's not that you're aware of. No, not that I, I'm aware of. If there, if anyone out there has photographic proof of <laughs> El Jefe Loco in in drag, basically, um, definitely by accident, <laughs> definitely send that to us um, on Twitter, Facebook, even if YouTube doesn't matter. Just somehow get it out to us. <laughs> snail mail it to us somehow if you find out where we are. Yeah, snail mail it. I'm, I'm gonna intercept it and burn it. I've, I'm not gonna lie. I've had my makeup on before, and I wasn't even asleep. Hype, you know, quote unquote asleep when it happened. I my, when me and my girlfriend first started dating. Um, all my friends, like, cause I got a lot of real manly friends, and if you know me, I'm not like super duper manly. You're not a man's man. No, I'm not. I'm I'm definitely not the most manliest of men. Um, but with that being said, I, they're playing paintball, and they all froze the paintballs the night before. Uh huh. So you know, it hurts anyway getting shot with the paintball, but then getting shot with frozen paintballs hurts ten thousand times worse. So I was like, I'm not playing paintball with you guys. So I stayed in the in the jeep with the girls. Um, so it was my girlfriend and two of my buddy's girlfriends, and they were trying on makeup and all this, and they're like, "Oh, let's put makeup on you." And I was like, "No." And um, it was when me and my girlfriend first started dating, so this has been seven years ago. And they were like, "My girlfriend was like, come on, let me do your makeup." And I was like, mm, "Oh, okay." And so like I got eyeliner put on, and eyeliner is scary, ladies. For you to wear eyeliner, eyeliner is insanely scary, and um, you know that's just that's insane. But you know if you can go out there and do makeup, that's 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 awesome on you. But um, I respect you for that because it's it's definitely scary when you have that pencil coming right at your eyeball. Uh, um, but no, they, when when I woke up, um, it, she's my ex now. My ex girlfriend's uh, mother looked at me and she's like, "You actually, you can actually pull off makeup." I was like, "No, don't don't you dare say that." She's like, "She's like really?" She said, "It goes good with your skin and, and your eyes." She's like, "You got pretty eyelashes." I'm like, "Oh my god, what kind of hell did I wake up into?" <laughs> but no, back back to my mother. All right, uh, they they had these they had these these West Virginia stuff at, at the front desk, at the cash register, and these fan the, these people walked up, and they started running their mouth about that West Virginia Kentucky game, and my mother, uh, you know, she tried biting her tongue, and they kept agging into one, nagging into one, and my mother looked at them and said, "Well, she said, sorry, honey, uh, around here we do like basketball, but we love our football more." She's like, we're like a mini Texas. And uh, by the way, your card doesn't work. And <laughs> hand it right back to him. And they was so mad when they walked out. Mom told me, she's like, I didn't even swipe their card. They was being so mean. They sent me, She said, they was being so rude. I didn't even swipe their card. Like, Good, Mom. <laughs> and she was like, I want to see him again because she heard about Wisconsin beating Kentucky. She's like, I want to ask him, Did it, does it taste bittersweet? Does it? Does it taste bittersweet? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me what it tastes like. Um, we got way off track. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, football's king, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, on our show, I would say when you talk about sports in general, there's a lot more sports fans that are football fans that well the, that are really um, huge fans of football. 
I would say that's the number one sport in fandom in the United States. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a 24-hour cir- circuit. Well, you know, the draft's coming up. It's it's about a little over a month away now. And, you know, the big debate is Mariota, Winston, who's going to go first, who's going to go where, our team's going to trade up for these guys. And, and right now it's looking like the Browns might be interested in trading up for Marcus Mariota. And if I'm Mariota, I'm scared to death that that, that, that happens. Because how many how many quarterbacks have the Browns had since they came back to be in the Browns? I think they're up to like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a jersey in. Yeah, has all of them. Yeah, yeah, has all of them from the first one all the way to Hoyer, and I think it's got Manziel on there now. Yeah, because Manziel started after Hoyer went down. Yeah, definitely. If I'm Mariota, I would not be uh, not be too excited about this. Not not trying to knock anything on the Browns. They're you know they're historic franchise. And all this, but they just can't. My team, I'm a Ravens fan. We can't draft wide receivers to save our life. Browns cannot draft a quarterback to save their life. You know, you got to know that these are our crosses to bear. You got to know that. You got to be man enough or fan enough to be like, hey, look, our quarterback situation is terrible. You know, uh, and if I'm Mariota, I'm really sweating this one out. Yeah, if I was Mariota, I wouldn't want. I, I really, if I was, I wouldn't enter in the draft. You, you'd sit out? I'd sit out. I'd sit out for a year. Why? Just so you don't end up at the Browns? Nope, just so I don't end up the first draft pick, because you know you're going to end up with a crappy team. Well, yeah, but that's money, too. These guys don't have a guaranteed career, either. True, but would you rather have a career like uh, Brett Favre in NFL, or a career like Tim Tebow? Well, Brett Favre's career started out crappy. Oh, I mean, yeah. he was on the, on the Falcons, he was addicted to pain pills, he got cut. So, I mean... Yeah, he had a he had a great historic and I you know he had a great historic career you know later in life, but it got off to a rocky start, and I think that just depends on the player more so than on the organization. Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of uh, thing is a lot of players. It, this and this goes for all professional sports. Uh, they, it's it's hard making that transition from college to a pro. Mm-hmm. And the big knock on um, Mariota is he hasn't taken you know those those pro style snaps like Winston has. Yeah. You know, he's not a pro-style quarterback, so he's going to have to prove to teams that either either they are okay with that or they move, you know, they want that to happen. So it'll be interesting. I'm I think we're going to do a mock draft, at least the top 10 picks. No. And we'll um, we'll set that out there for you guys so that way once the draft gets closer and see if, you know, you agree with us, if you disagree with us or, you know, and also to see how how well we are at picking the top 10. Yeah. Furthermore, Marcus and Markeith Morris have been accused of assaulting a man over a over a text text uh, over text messages allegedly sent to their mother that was inappropriate, and the man of this his name is Eric Hood. Um, he's he's got busted up ribs and everything, don't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's got busted up ribs. He's got bruised kidneys and everything, and. Uh, it's 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 a mess. They don't want to be like LeBron James and have Delonte West dating their mom. No. So I, mean, I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to. You know, I don't know. It is your mom. You definitely want to make sure that you, you know they're okay. She's okay and well protected. But I don't know if you you take it as far as Markeith and uh, Marcus. I, I don't know. It, it, I'm 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 really protective over my my mother and my brothers, and I I I told them before I would I, I'd hurt somebody. If something happened, oh yeah, I mean everybody's got that sand in the, you know that, that proverbial line in the sand, and if they cross, you know if somebody crosses it, then there's going to be repercussions for it. But 
Just yeah. mine's a little close. Y- yours is a little closer than, <laughs> mine's a little than closer. what some might. What what the, what it should be. <laughs> my temper is a lot shorter than it should be. See, I'm, I have a pretty. I'm pretty lenient with my temper. I'm pretty. I, like I said, I'm pretty laid back. I'm not much of a fighter, so usually fighting is my. You know, ver- verbal altercations or physical altercations are usually the last thing I ever want to happen. So like I'm I'm laid back, try to defuse the situation. I, I I am a lot more calmer than I used to be. Than my well, I'm not that old, but than younger El Jefe. Than younger El Jefe. <coughs> yeah, when El Jefe was uh, in in a, a freshman and sophomore in high school, I was I was wild. I quit doing that. I, I had I had to. Yeah. Yeah. It it it, it was bad. Any uh any any more snap jabs? No, no, that's all right. And that's gonna do it again. Oh, 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 wait a minute, I got one. Am I a liar? <laughs> or El Jefe? Actually, El Jefe's a liar, and by the way, that made me a liar. I uh, I seen this on Twitter. Um, after we left, after after I left the uh, um, tabletop day mm-hmm. earlier, I went and I got on Twitter, and I found this uh, this this little girl. She was she is a, a Jets fan mm-hmm. in hockey, and she has leukemia. Mm-hmm. She 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 has a leukemia and you know she's there she's got she got her gown on and everything and you know you she you can see she ain't got no hair and they, they was on the jumbotron and they and her and her mother held up a sign when they got on there and said uh, cancer by day jet by night and the Jets seen that invited her the next night the very next night and uh, by, by the way I do believe I've retweeted this if y'all want, there's a video to it. Uh, they invited her the next night, and a little boy won a contest, and he won a signed hockey stick from the Jets. Well, the girl walked down. It was uh, the boy was like a few rows down. The girl walked down there and wanted to see it and everything. I was like, okay, fine. Was walking back up to her seat. The boy came up from behind her, and gave her the, the hockey stick. That's awesome. He he walked he walked all the way back up there. She didn't know it, and as soon as she she turned around, he was like, here. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. Yeah, the uh, the hockey hockey is prevalent on our snap jab segment for like whether it's their fans or anything like that or team owners or anything like that. They're always seem to be one of the front runners in our snap jab segment for for good. Yeah, for for the or, for or, acts of kindness, you know, for all this. So you know, we did have the one negative hockey story about the uh, professional haggler, yeah, or heckler, excuse me, up in. Um, up in Canada, but you know that's, you know that's one out of seven stories that have been you know in a negative light. Yeah, and that that seven will that that seven outshines the darkness. So, I I I thought I thought it was awesome. I seen it earlier today. I wanted to bring it on here. And uh, also, did you see? I don't know if I brought it up last week or not. Um, Connor McGregor. And Jose Aldo. When he snatched his belt? Yep. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yep, I, th- I, I couldn't remember if I did or not. It's. Uh, I, I'm th- kind of bummed that that fight's so far out, though. Yeah. It's man. not till July, right? Yeah, me, me and my cousin was talking about that. We were so bummed. We don't, And we don't want to... We would pay to go see Jose Aldo and, and Conor McGregor fight, but we would not pay for this Manny Paco. No, because it's $100 for this fight. For and, the Pacquiao, and it's five years old. Exactly, it's been a fight. Now, had this happened in the prime, you know, five years ago, yeah, they would have been able to charge would've... probably two hundred dollars for that then, and people would have still paid. No, that probably would have been sixty bucks back in the day, <laughs> about five years ago. Now it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> they're they're desperate for money. This, honestly, I think this this fight is going to be worse than 
Floyd Mayweather's fashion taste and Manny Paco's jump shot. Who's winning this fight? I want to say Paco. <coughs> I, w- I really do, but uh, I don't know. I really don't. They both. They- I'd like to see see Manny win this one, but I don't. I don't know. I, I think Floyd. I could see Floyd winning this one. I could see either. I, I guess I'm really going out on a limb here when I say I could see either one win the fight because obviously it's, somebody has to win. It's hard to predict. It really is. But um, I think five years ago, I think it would have been Manny or um, Floyd hands down. Now I don't know. You know, it, it'll definitely be an interesting fight. And Manny's been pushing for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been like meeting Floyd at, at, at basketball games and walking up to him. And he's been pushing for this. So. Well, I mean, it's because they're. They're the two top fighters, you know, two top boxers in their in their weight class and in boxing as a whole right now. And you know, you want to have that undisputed number one. So yeah, definitely they they both of them want to prove, you know, hey, I'm the best, or no, I'm the best, and yeah. we'll we'll get our answer soon, eventually. <laughs> and uh, that's gonna do it for our snap jab snap jab segment this time. I promise. Um, moving right along now to the bad news segment. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I can't help it. We we get we get so we got off topic more than more than usual and, today. Yeah, more yeah, really more than usual today. Um, you know, starting off the bad news segment, I, it's uh, I think it's also because we we are uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I think it's mm-hmm. also because <laughs> I think it's because we're 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 recording later on. Yeah, week. we're recording later in the week. Um, we had you know on campus we usually record on Thursday. Our campus has a dead period. Or doesn't have a dead period, so Fridays we, nobody has class. Yeah. Um. So we've had you know pretty much a day off to do whatever we wanted to, and then we we're back on campus today for Saturday. So we decided to record today, but um, yeah, there's a lot. It's I think that does have a lot to do with it. We've had had time to you know kind of kind of relax and stuff. Yeah. Um. But kicking off the bad news segment, uh, there was a stabbing in the in the NBA world. Um. As two, I think they're Atlanta Hawk players too. Um, th- that were arrested. They they stabbed a one, one of them was a Pacers. Yeah, that's the guy who got stabbed. Was the yeah. Pacers player? Um, Thabosafalosha was one of the players who was arrested mm-hmm. in that fight. Uh, it happened, I do believe, in New York. And um, Thabo got uh, arrested, and when he did get arrested, he uh, he the police slammed him to the ground, and he ended up breaking his leg. So, I mean, it's just a wild story about, you know, what happened at this nightclub. You know, they're trying, still getting to the bottom of it uh, as to whether or not. But that, I found that so weird, like, that these guys are at the top of their, you know, they're apex performers and apex athletes. And here they are, they're ready and willing to, to throw it away over, you know, something. I'm sure it's going to be something petty yeah. that happened out, at, at, out on that evening in the nightclub. But, you know, but also Odin Lloyd lost his life. You know, yeah. because of something petty, he he, you know, Aaron Hernandez is a serial killer, and just decided to go on a serial killing spree. I don't understand people. I really don't. I'm I, what I, the reason why I'm being so quiet. I'm trying to figure if he is a Atlanta Hawks player or not. I do believe he is. Yes, he is, and it's season ending too. Also, you know, yep, for uh, Thabo Cephalosha, and three people ended up getting stabbed in that. It wasn't just one guy. Um, so yeah, definitely, you know, not trying to laugh at the, you know, the stabbing because that's terrible, but, um, you know, for a guy to go out and, you know, be, uh, obviously if they're suspects in it, you know, somebody's named them as, yeah. you know, the attackers and for them to go and get, end up with a broken leg, I think it's poetic justice. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, reap what you sow. Have natural selection take them. <laughs> I've been using that word a lot here lately. I really have. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Mark Cuban, the Dallas Mavericks owner, called college basketball a joke because of lack of offensive uh, production, and he also criticizes the NCAA for not preparing their players for the NBA. Are you a fan of the whole you got to go out, you got to be out from removed from high school one year before you can go pro? No. You think I'm, you think I'm, it should be? I, I think it should be. I think it should be how how it is in football. You got you got three years. You got to be in college till your junior year, and if you want to go into the draft, you can go into the draft. I, I don't think that you know you should. If you think you're good enough, you can go. And it, you know if they want to keep that rule, then they should change the football rule. Yeah, I mean, my thing is football and basketball just in the sheer athleticism that's required. You know, basketball, you don't have to – you're not going up against 400, 350, 400-pound men that can manhandle you, you know, whereas you are in football. Basketball, it's really more of a – more. you have to be much more athletic. It doesn't matter whether you're, you know, 18 or 45. If you still got it, you can still you can still do it. It doesn't – the strength part and the fact that you're going up against grown men doesn't really have anything to do with it because it's not a real physical sport. And I think that's why football will never get rid of their rule because you can't send, you know, guys who are graduating high school up into the league because they're going to be busts. Yeah. There, you, there's no way around it. You know, no matter what position you are, you're going to be going up against grown men yeah. who have been doing this for several years, many of them. Uh, but basketball, I'm, you know, everybody's like, you know, you know, you have the high school players like Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett. For every one of those guys, you have, um, you know, guys like Sebastian Telfair who just were garbage out of high school. So I mean, it's just you know, for all the all the positive, you're still gonna have busts that happen if they come right out of high school. Yeah. I I don't know what the NCAA can do to fix it. Um, that's two coaches or two prominent basketball figures in twice in the same amount of weeks that have came out and criticized the NCAA because right before that, Gino Ariyama for the UConn Huskies women's head coach came out and said said almost the same thing. It's the, the men's basketball game's a joke. You know all the you know and all these negatives about men's basketball. I don't know. The NCAA is a broken system. Um, it's I've just said, we, we've said that before. So you, you know it's, something's got to be done. But I don't. I don't know. You know. I think the rule about the especially in bas- college basketball where you have to be out of high school for one year. I think it's dumb. I think if you have what you believe to be the talent, all you're doing is going to college just so you can you know basically so you won't get fined like Marshawn Lynch says. The series yeah. will, I won't get fined. So you know. What purpose does that serve? It doesn't get players prepared for real life in case in case in case the professional career doesn't pan out because they're not going to real classes. They're taking real easy, you know, one hundred one level classes. So they're not doing stuff to you know de- develop their minds academically. They're just there so they can go to the league. It's yeah. just a little stopgap. You look at Kentucky; they just lost seven guys, seven of their best guys. Yeah, to the NBA draft. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's that just shows you those guys wouldn't have gone to college more likely had they not had that that rule in place. And I think it's a, yeah. it's an outdated rule. I think it needs to be changed. Uh, I, th- I do. I think I think it should be as well. Um, there's uh, and there has been there's been plenty of people that busted in the NBA and then they have nothing to fall back on. You know, it's it's not it's not sitting here. We're not sitting here criticizing uh, the fact that you know you're too stupid. Okay, no, we're trying to. We're, we're, we're actually we're we're wanting you to have the better interest, have, have look at the best interest for you, and, and 
go and get an associate's degree if you have to. I mean, if it comes down to that, get an associate's. You don't have to get a bachelor's. Get an associate's. But regardless, get a degree because you don't know, okay? You don't know how if this MBA thing is going to work or not. So, graduate college. This next story, um, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be the one that you uh, – that I had on there, but it's going to be, I'm going to go over to the Darren Sharper thing because to me, because we're running a little bit long on time and we had to cut one. Um, but the Darren Sharper thing, he's, he's basically, he's a serial rapist. Yeah. Um, he's not a world, the world's best person. And I'm not, you know, he's, he's been accused and he's been convicted of these. It's not hearsay. He's been convicted. And, you know, he's, the thing that kind of is frustrating is the sentence he got. He did not get a very lengthy sentence at all. No, no. He got, what was it, nine years he can get out with uh, probation? He yeah. Was after nine years? Yeah, but I think I think what they done to him is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be registered as a sex offender. That's, you know, and that it should be, you know. This man isn't, you know, just a one-time rapist. He raped several girls or several women in several states across the country. So, I mean, he gets everything he deserved. I think they were a little too lenient, especially on his prison sentence. But that's the star treatment, in my in my opinion. You know, had this man been, you know, Joe Blow from from South Carolina, that guy's going to prison for life. Yep. If he if he commits all these and he's accused of all these and convicted. But and that's what kinda of is frustrating to me about, you know, the celebrity status in, in the United States is you can pretty much go and do whatever you want, and there's very little repercussion for it. I'd, Except I'd, Aaron Hernandez. it'll. I would, my opinion might change a little bit, depending on how Aaron Hernandez's situation is, is you know, laid out. The guy killed at least three people that that he that we know of. Yeah. Technically, he's a serial killer. Yeah, by, 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 by default. And if he, you know, if he gets a, you know, a little slap on the wrist, that's going to be a joke. Because, you know, if anybody else would go out and kill three people... The way that he did, and the evidence that mounted up against him, they'd be done. They'd be done. There wouldn't be all this big long trial, and that's the celebrity status. No, it, that's what kills me about that. I, 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 t- I tell people all the time, I should be president. <laughs> I should be president. You, you want to be my VP? Sure, I'll be your VP. Does that mean I get to like make NCAA brackets? I don't have to do anything too hard to. Uh... No. Okay. No, yeah, just, I'll be your VP. I'll give you the Mitt Romney style. Um, I, I if I, if I was president, if I was you know a, a judicial judge I, or anything, any type of high power, I would not know. You look at, you look at people. Um, actually, I I just I just put a status out here here uh, past couple of days, and it was basically talking about how the the world is not black and white anymore. The world is a big gray void, and it is, and 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 nobody can interpret it. Nobody, and no matter how hard we try, we can't. But the people that have to stop it is us. And you know, it, this this stuff like this needs to stop. It needs to be. It it needs to be done. Okay, we don't. We, we shouldn't. What 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 am I looking for right here? <laughs> I, I'm on a roll. Okay, mm-hmm. but. The, the, the starlet treatment should be no. You're a criminal. You walked in there and done. He's looked at as a criminal. You broke the law. Regardless, you broke the law. People, yeah, people break the law all the time. But when you're doing you're doing stuff like that, if you're molesting women, then 
yeah, you deserve every every bit that you get. You should. I'm not the I, I I'm the type of per- person that believes in capital punishment, and yeah, I believe that capital punishment should get a hold of you. And again, natural selection. That's I, my my first thing. I would I'd legalize all drugs, let natural selection deal with them. Because <laughs> I hate stupid people. Yeah, uh, and most of them are stupid. Actually, no, they're all stupid. But yeah, I hate stupid people. I hate them. Um, I hate them. This moving, moving right <laughs> along. Um, we did you get a chance to look at the Ronda Rousey story? I, I looked at it a little bit. Actually, I got it right here. Okay, I'll just say we um, because I kind of jumped ship. We were going to talk about a soccer fight, but we cut that because we already bashed soccer enough on the show. Um, but yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you take the Ronda Rousey thing. Since I kind of jumped and stole your your uh, Darren Sharper story, oh, I was wanting you to Darren Sharper story. Oh, okay. Well, I want I want the Ronda Rousey. Well, story there, it worked out anyway. Yeah, uh, Ronda Rousey has responded to Walmart banning the sale of her book in their stores. Yahoo reported last week that the that the giant store banned sales of Rousey's upcoming memoir, My Fight, Your Fight, because they deem her to be too violent. They were allowing people to order her book through their website, though. On Wednesday, Rousey posted on Instagram about the matter with the a- with the adage that success is the best revenge. Success is the best revenge. One of the many lessons I I learned from fighting that helped me fight through life's battles off the mat and outside the octagon at Walmart is welcome to wa- to watch the success of this publication from the sidelines if they choose. Rousey's book, My Fight, Your Fight. It's for sale on Amazon with a May 12th release date. Here's the description of the book. In this revealing memoir, undefeated UFC champion and Hollywood star Ronda Rousey charts her difficult path to glory, revealing her tragic childhood and her father's suicide, her mediocre rise to fame, and the secret behind her undefeated UFC record and what it takes to become the toughest woman on earth. As Yahoo pointed out, it seems hypocritical that Walmart sells guns and ammunition in their store but deems what Ronda Rousey does in the octagon as too violent. Rousey, the undefeated UFC women's bantamweight champion, has been proving people wrong her entire life. It wasn't that long ago that Dana White said there wouldn't be a woman in the UFC and now Rousey is one of their biggest stars. She She has also been deemed too sexy for magazines before so she is used to this sort of thing. My thing is, you know, I think Walmart picks and chooses what they want to sell. Um, you know, the whole uh, they'll sell rated R movies that are are extremely violent. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say. You know, it basically comes down to they're trying to parent people. If you think yep. about it, and that's the whole thing with the parental advisory thing that people are trying to be parented. They're they're trying to take away, not trying to take away from parents, but they're trying to make the parents' job easier. So parents can just be like, okay, that's parental advisory. No, that's you know rated R. No way. So my thing is, you sell mature games. You sell rated R movies that you know, you sell Call of Duty that depicts war, that depicts yeah. people getting shot, um, and, and being you know being killed you, and stuff. You, you you sell UFC games. You sell UFC ga- exactly. You sell UFC games that I'm sure Ronda Rousey is a part of at least one of them. Yeah. In the newer ones, um, you sell all these all this stuff, you know, and then you you, you don't want to you choose to not sell our book because it's deemed too violent. You then then don't sell UFC games. Don't sell UFC pay per view movies. Don't sell UFC clothes because then you're supporting 
UFC, which is a violent sport. Don't sell wrestling movies or games. No. Yeah. Because that's violent as well. So you can't pick and choose your your what you're gonna what you're gonna sell and what you deem is the acceptable amount of violence and what isn't. Football's a violent sport. There's no blood usually, but it's an extremely violent sport. Oh yeah. But yet you know you sell magazines, you sell UFC magazines, you sell wrestling magazines, football magazines, football games. So there's all these different all these, you know, examples of these extremely violent events that you are okay with. But Ronda Rousey tries to sell a book that where she talks about some of the stuff that happened has happened, you know, in her life and it's no, that's that's not acceptable. And to me it's just a crock. Yeah, it's just it's just a crock of bull is what it is. Me, me and my friend was talking about this the other day about Walmart. And um, to, to this is sort of a Western history lesson, y'all. Um, we, we, of course, we have coal mines around here. And, um, you know, the coal mines at one point was housing everybody, and um, they wouldn't pay them actual money. They would pay them script. credit. Yeah, script credit um, that – would be used at their store. You couldn't go to a to another store and use it. No, you had to pay use it at their store. You had to pay them for electricity and water. You know, they basically controlled them. To me, I think Walmart is doing that with its employees, with everybody. I think that they they underestimate the intelligence of people nowadays, and they want to dumb down everything. Yeah, I mean. You know, well, like everybody has the big argument. You know, when Walmart comes to town, you know, the mom and pop stores die. Yeah, and I mean, it, truthfully, uh, it really is. is you know, that's the case. You know, you have all these, but Walmart can sell sell this stuff for way cheaper. You're you're paying for convenience, really. It's just like any other supermarket or Seven Eleven is a perfect example of paying for convenience. It's a convenience store. Yeah, you you know you you go if you go and buy a gallon of milk there, it's going to be four bucks, four or five dollars. That same gallon of milk at the grocery store is two fifty. It's just you're paying for convenience, and that's all Walmart is too, and just on a you know on a bigger scale. But my thing, I'm I'm completely opposed to the ban of the Ronda Rousey book. I think it's it's ridiculous. Again, you saw these other you know other things that are you know violent in their own nature, but yet this book that you know is pretty much just like a life story of hers, and uh, it's it's just ridiculous. Um, but. That is all the bad news that I have. You got any bad news segment? Nope. No. All right, and that's going to do it for this week's bad news segment. And um, before we go, we again, we would just like to uh, shout out, give a shout out to the Mopcast Network for today. They put on or today they put on the uh, the International Tabletop Day, and we went, and uh, there was there was a decent turnout. Yeah. For you know, for having to change venues and all that, and it was it was a fun time. I know we played uh, Star Wars miniatures, which was something I'd never played before. I, I never played it. I got shot down. Yeah, I won. I was victorious. So it was, they was on their last leg. Yeah, I was on my last leg. But you know, it was extremely fun, and definitely, uh, I hope that this is something that the Mopcast Network continues to do is to participate in the International Tabletop Day. If you didn't get a chance to go this year, come out next year. Um, hopefully, you know it. It is still going on next year. Also, I'd like to thank um, co-founder of Ravel TV, Ryan Tyrell, for coming on the show. Also, I'd like to send a shout-out to uh, Saturday Morning Rewind. That's my podcast of the week. Um, basically, what it is is it's a Saturday Morning Rewind. It's this, this guy. He lives out west, and he interviews all the great voice actors or writers or and, uh, directors and concept artists of cartoons that we grew up on. We're about the same age, so it was early late 80s, early 90s cartoons. Yep. And uh, if you haven't got a chance to check it out, go to Podbean, search Saturday Morning Rewind, um, 
Got it. And it, it's a it's a great show. It's very funny. He only puts out like one or two shows a month, but he gets really quality, you know, guest stars. So that, you know, it takes time to get those guys on there and make yeah. sure you put out a quality episode. But yeah, definitely check that out. That's my podcast of the week. Um, I, I, if I if I had to have a podcast of the week, and you're a professional wrestling fan, I would I would suggest to watch to listen to the Ross Report by Jim Ross. Um, yeah, I know Stone Cold is uh, unofficially the king of pod podcast right now, but Jim Ross, you know, he he talks a lot about what what's going on. But you know, it, but one thing I really want I really want to give a shout out to, and I I watch I watch these people all the time, and it's on YouTube. I'm on YouTube all the time, and uh, Watch Mojo. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Watch Mojo. Uh, if if you ever want to learn something, you know, go there. They 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 break stuff down good. They always give a good top ten list, good solid top ten list. You know, and, and it's 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 great to watch. Sometimes I'll have to study, and I'll decide. Okay, I'm gonna watch a video here, watch Mojo, on whatever, and I will start off watching um, top ten greatest guitar riffs. And next thing I know, I'm watching top ten chat children's tv shows four <laughs> hours later and I, it's time for bed but no it, it really go watch watch mojo um they are from canada so canadian people whoo um yeah go, go check them out and check out the raw support as well and um if you want to get in contact with us on twitter our show account is at three name sports show my personal account aaron lynch kelly is at pageant dad 88 and you can holler old El Jefe here at El Jefe Loco 95. Also, we're on YouTube. Um, we got our new logo, it, so we're going to go up on the iTunes. I'm going to try to get that done this weekend really hard. Um, so you can check us out on iTunes as well. Make sure you check us out on Podbean. Um, if you like it, like it. Uh, if not, I know um, I really want to give a shout-out to our fans. They, uh, I put out a call about two weeks ago you know, saying, hey, we're so close to 600 listens. Would you care to check it out and last time i checked we're up into the 700s now so i mean and and matt a little bit of time we've we've been able to do that so just thank you guys you're the reason we do this we we enjoy this but um if it was just i'll have a local and myself and and our parents listen to the show it probably wouldn't be that fun so no. just want to you know no disrespect to our parents out there you guys rock i love you mom <laughs> but um definitely you know we wouldn't be doing this without you guys and that's huge that you guys like us we're you know just two guys from West Virginia, tiny old West Virginia State University. Where for Daniel? So uh, thank you again, and with that, we're gonna go ahead and close out the show. Have a great week. Mobcast Network.